Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi, folks. I want to share with you to start today, just to kind of get us going, a, a little quote from the leader's heart, John Maxwell. He, he had a great book, a daily devotional book that I have read and outlined, and, and I used some quotes from time to time. And But I want to just share today's, well, actually it was December 11th uh, day, but I but it, it's something that's touched my life. It says in Proverbs twenty two eleven. this is in the Message Bible. I usually use the NIV or the King James or one of the others, but an ESV, but sometimes I'll use a message to get across a point that does not change the meaning of the verse because I want to be, I want to be straight and honest with God's Word. And if something alters what it says, then I don't want to use that. God loves a pure-hearted and well-spoken. Good leaders also delight in their friendship. Yes, they do. Lord Jesus, help us to be people of integrity. People that will stand up and be pure-hearted and that we would stand up speaking for you and speaking truth, speaking the truth that you've taught us because we've been in your word and because we've been in your church and because we've been around our spiritual friends, but more than that, because we have a personal relationship with you and we can talk with you and we can be still and know and quiet and listen to your still small voice. Lord, lead us this day, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, this is what Maxwell says in this. I just want to read this to you, and then we'll talk about it. It says, your integrity is one of the best friends that your friends will ever have. When the people around you know that you're a person of integrity, they know that you want to influence them because of the opportunity to add value to their lives. They don't have to worry about your motives. There was a cartoon in The New Yorker that showed how difficult it can be to sort out another person's motives. A group of hogs was assembled for feeding. And a farmer was filling their trough to the brim. One of the pigs turned to the other pig and said, Have you ever wondered why he's being so good to us? Well, a person of integrity influences others because he wants us to bring something to the table that will benefit them. Not put them on the table to benefit himself. If you're a basketball fan, you probably remember Red Arback. President and General Manager of the Boston Celtics from 1967 to 87. And I followed basketball for years and years, way back then. He truly understand how integrity adds value to others, especially when people are working together on a team. And his method of recruiting was different from that of most NBA team leaders. When, review, when reviewing a prospective player for the Celtics, his primary concern was a young man's character. He figured that the way to win was to find players who would give their best and work for the benefit of the team. And that's exactly what we must do. When I think of John Wooden, a great coach of uh, UCLA, the one who won 88 games in a row, the one who is a legend of basketball, known as the greatest college coach and maybe the greatest coach who ever lived, he coached with integrity. He coached with purpose. You know, and nowadays, you look at, and especially we follow Boise State so closely, and we follow the college football, and it's been a mess with all this stuff going on, as you well know, with all this NIL deals and people transferring out. It's been frustrating, as I'll get out for many of us fans, and they're even talking about whether they should continue bowl games or not because so many players leave between the end of the year and the, and the bowl games now because of the, the portal. They're all this stuff 
going on. I, you know, it, it is it is maddening. It is very frustrating. But some teams go after players that that have had bad character, but they're great on the field. Oh, they're fastest people in America. They they have great hands. They had great high school careers, but they've had a lot of troubled life, and their character has been bad. And a lot of people will risk. They call it risking this person because they if they turn out better then they'll be great but i'm telling you what john wooden and arbach and some of the great coaches of our time have looked into the heart of the people they get and they said we want to get people that will play as a team will not be arrogant will not be after all, all the glory themselves and look what happened i mean boston celtics had the greatest run i mean almost of ever i think ever the, the bulls came close later on but the celtics they they were amazing they had great people you know they had robert parish kevin McHale, larry bird of course maybe one of the greatest players to ever live johnson they had all sorts of players and and they were players of integrity players that did a great job in, in living life and they came together because they make good decisions you know what god wants us to be pure in heart he wants us to be friends with him you know if we become friends of the world and our integrity goes out the door what are we so many people lose influence because they're they're not living what they're talking they're not living what they're speaking you know it's it's time for us to be people of integrity that influence others by the way we live by the choices we make oh i mean i was hit with that growing up probably on a daily basis. I mean, I got so used to it that it didn't bother me. It was just the norm. My dad would say, well, son, you know, man, honor God today. Call upon God today. Let's pray before you leave today. Let's pray when we get home. Let's pray. I've heard that so many times in my life. Let's pray, son. Let's pray. Sit down, Mom and I, before you go. Sometimes in a hurry to get somewhere. Sit down for a moment. Let's, let's the three of us have prayer together. And my dad would weep and just call upon God. God to protect me, God to give me wisdom, God to be with the, those that are hurting. He had mentioned those that were hurting. My father had a prayer list that was so long. At one time, I know his list was over 600 people. He'd go and pray for He'd put the list on the altar at the church, and I'd go find him over there praying, and, and he would just pray for people, and, and he would just call upon the, the name of Jesus to help and touch lives. That's why many people were in our home. That's why our phone was lit up at night. You'd hear my father praying for people over the phone, and I grew up listening to that. I grew up seeing the compassion of my father for people and for the lost. I sensed his presence of God because of my parents and because the influence they had. They just didn't talk the talk. They weren't ministers who were just ministers. They were people of God who Jesus was their first priority. I'm so thankful for that. I'm so thankful that my mom's last words were, praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. She was so looking forward to being with Jesus, so looking forward to being in heaven. I've never, in my all my life on this earth, I have never been around a person so anxious to go to heaven as my mother in her last days. She couldn't wait, and she didn't understand why God had not taken her yet. She had her bags packed. She was ready to go. The nursing home that she was staying at 
for the last two weeks of her life told me they have never seen anyone so excited about going to heaven in their lives. And that's the way I want to be. I want to be excited about going to heaven. When he calls me, I want to, I'm going to be so grateful to see him face to face. But in the meantime, I need to live a life of integrity. I need to make the best decisions I can. And when I fall, and when I say something I shouldn't, and when I do something that I shouldn't, I pray that the Spirit of God gets a hold of my heart and says, Tom, wake up. Wake up, turn around. Turn this around. You shouldn't be, that's not something you should say. That's not something you should do. That's not a way you should treat somebody. If we could start living that way. But I, I think that comes, folks, to be honest with you, by just spending time with him. I think it's I think it's key every morning to call upon God. And I've tried to make that my that practice for years and years and years, just to call upon God and to, to have God a part of your system. When you get in the car in the morning, to call upon God to lead you this day. I was excited about today, even though I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. I was excited about today. I was excited about coming down to do radio. I was excited. I've got a, I had a lunch with one of my dear friends, uh, Pastor Ben Turner at the uh, First Nazarene on Five Mile Nazarene Church. Great man. A man who loves Jesus and wants uh, God to just to bless. And uh, I just, I was looking forward to having that lunch with him. Looking forward to visitations that I have to make today. Looking forward to, to getting and having to put some study into sharing some things at the State House this next week. Looking forward to life and enjoying life. And then I get to close the day out in a small group at my friend Todd's house and, and be able to share with 12 of us. We can all share together. I don't lead the small group. I'm just a part of it. It's nice not having to lead. And nowadays, I don't have to lead a lot of things. I, I'm just, I don't have to lead our men's ministry now. We got another guy, uh, Tom, another Tom, and Pastor Allen. And he told me yesterday that, hey, you know, I don't need to worry about it. And I was really thrilled to hear that because I still kind of worry about it because I've ran it for so many years. But it, it's, it's a burden that's lifted, and I can just come and enjoy the presence of men and in the presence of God. So you know what? God wants to be your best friend. He wants to hear from you. He wants you to talk to him. He wants you to call upon him. He wants you to share your hidden secrets with him. Because you know what? He knows them already. He understands them. And he knows you need strength. He knows you need help. He knows you need guidance. So call upon him today. God loves a pure in heart, as the scripture said today. You know, good leaders delight in their friendship. Delight in your friendship with God. And say, Lord, use me. Use me for your glory and your honor. Our dear Heavenly Father, I am thankful again for the honor to call upon you. For the honor to be able to share Christian good news on the radio. To those who might be listening. Maybe today is a very first time a new listener is listening. Lord, Bless them. Open their minds and hearts to you. May they follow you. May they be encouraged by you. Lord, I'm so thankful for your people. I'm so thankful for those who take time to listen to Christian radio, who take time to be in the house of God, who take time to share the gospel with others, who take time to call every day on you and spend time alone with you. Lord, lead your people today. 
Lead us all in Jesus' name. Amen. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.